Welcome to the Bookworthy Podcast. I'm children's author Valerie Fentress, and we're here to talk about kidlet that's good for your kids' hearts and souls. Kidlet ranges from birth to teens, so there's a lot of shelf space to cover. Today, we're talking with Anna Cook about her debut early reader, Bryn and Amir and the Magical Map. Welcome to Bookworthy, Anna. Hello. So happy <laughs> to be on here. So glad to have you here. Now, to start off, we have to kind of take a deep breath and do our question of the week. And this week's question is, what is your favorite thing about winter? Okay, so I'll, I'll have to say my favorite thing about winter would have to be Christmas. It is, uh -huh. I mean, it's one of the things I, only things I really enjoy about winter. I'm not a big winter <laughs> fan, but oh I do love Christmas. And I mean, Christmas is the most amazing time of the year. I mean, the songs are not lying. And so I will have to say <laughs> Christmas. Too fun. So you live up in the Ohio area, correct? So you guys actually do get a winter. Down oh, here in Texas, we, we it's hit or miss. Oh no. It's it's surprising to hear someone who lives in a winter wonderland that doesn't like winter. <laughs> I just I, I don't love the cold very much. I'm not I'm not a big fan of it. And I don't like it for as long as we get it. I like about a month of it. And then there Christmas wraps up and I'm, 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 I'm all set. I'm ready for it to be warm again. <laughs> You've had the experience and ready to move yes, on. Right? I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> well, fun. Well, my next question might be a little shocking to some of our listeners. Anna, how old are you? I'm 15. Uh, oh my goodness. I love that you are so young and have done something so both hard, challenging, and amazing. What is it like being a 15-year-old that has a published book? It's crazy. I mean, it's definitely definitely challenging at times to like tackle both schoolwork and then writing and they it's hard to balance both at times, but it's it's an ama it's amazing and it's been so awesome to to have this experience at this age and to be able to be given these opportunities that I know most people haven't been given. And so it's been an amazing experience. What do your classmates think of your accomplishment? Oh, they're, they're so supportive. It's wonderful. Um, it's always so cool when I get to tell like a teacher or a classmate about my book and it's just fun for them to, when I, when they're holding the book and I'm like, I wrote this and it's, it's so fun to just watch like, people interact with my book and know that I, that's something I made and I created. And so they're super supportive and it's been an amazing journey. So fun. Now, what inspired you to write a book at such a young age? Um, I've always loved writing stories. It's always been a big part of my life. And so when this like thing came to be, I, I was so excited about it. And I've always loved learning about other cultures and other countries and it's been something that's interested me for a long time and so I I went to a writers conference with my mom in 2021 and I just fell in love with all, it and all of it and writing and the people and so it's been a, it's been an amazing journey but I think I think the main thing was just the writing world and the people and they're all so supportive and amazing and so it really helped keep me going and made me really want to dive into this world more. So fun. Now, Brendan Amir and the Magical Map is made for the general market mm -hmm. instead of the Christian market. Yes. But how has God grown your faith in this process of writing a book? I mean, 
it's just there's so much faith that goes into it and I never planned for this. This was not something that I saw in my high school journey, um, <laughs> imaginably. But um, God had different plans for me than I, I thought were there. And it's been great, great to just be able to trust him and know that he knows what's best. And it's, it's going to be good. And it's been amazing to watch what he's done with this and how it's been able to help like grow my confidence and and just, it's been an amazing thing to trust him in. And um, I know that he knows what he's doing. <laughs> it's good that somebody does, right? Yeah. <laughs> you always need that. Well, what was the most challenging thing about writing a book? I think it was hard because I didn't have a lot of experience or time. Um, I was writing it in the midst of doing a lot of other things. I was in a musical and... I was hanging out with my friends. It was summertime when I was writing the the bulk of the story. And so it was hard to like go away and go write, especially because I didn't know if it would even be worth it, if it was something I could do or something that like was even possible. So it was, it was hard to be able to like pull myself away from all the adventures of my life and right but once i did i it was amazing and i'm i'm so thankful i did it's one of those things that even as a writer myself i struggle with sitting down and doing the job <laughs> and getting the words out and so it's neat to see that even i could maybe have done that when i was 14 or 15 maybe i don't know <laughs> i love what god is growing you growing in you not just um, a love of writing and great storytelling, but even just practical skills that you'll be able to take on for the rest yeah. of your life, which is amazing. Yeah. Now, Bren and Amir encounter a map. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, the story? So, yes, um, they find this map. They, they get it from their school librarian and they go down to the library because they have to do a school project. And so they have to learn about another country. And so through that, um, she gives them this map to help them figure out what country they want to study and just get get some more information. And they're over and they're hanging out trying to work on their project. And they realize something's not normal about that map. And while they're playing it and while they're looking through all the stuff, they fall into the map and they land in Mexico and they have to figure out how to get home. And they have to learn about all the different elements for the project. And in the end, they have to leave the place better than they found it. And so it's a, it's a very fun adventure. And there's some high stakes and some humor. And they, they, they play. They have a fun, witty little banter back and forth. And they bring out the best in each other, ultimately. But it's, it's a fun story. Too fun. Now, of all the countries you could have chosen for the map to take them to, why did you choose Mexico? Um, so I wanted a country that most people would have heard of, most most children would know. And there are a lot of people um, and families in the U.S. who um, also speak, speak Spanish. So I thought it would be a fun one to, to get started with, to get readers interested, and then for if it does become a series, we can branch it out into more um, countries people haven't heard of as much, but I thought it would be a nice start to have people know a little bit about the country as they began reading it and then further that knowledge through the book. 
Very neat. I think that was a great thought process. Now, are Brandon and Amir, are they good teammates at the beginning or are they unlikely partners in this process? So they are not very similar. Um, Brynn is more quiet and she thinks things out. And Amir is more, I'm going to do it. Let's do it. Let's have fun. It'll be fun. And doesn't really think as much before he acts. And so they're not a very likely pair, but they do actually bring out the best in each other. And and Amir gets Brynn out of her shell and, and Brynn helps Amir become more more organized and pay more attention to what he's doing. And so by the end of the story, they do, they do level each other out a little bit more and help each other grow. And so they don't seem very likely, but they, they do good for each other. Do any of your friends or family members help balance you out in your day to day? Definitely. I mean, my mom, 100%, we're very similar, but she, she helps me stay level and, a lot of my friends are are a lot more um, quiet and reserved than I am. And so they help me like know when it's not the time to talk. And I help them, you know, break out of their shell and be more confident stuff. So I think it's just that push pull that you have to have with the people around you. And it's it's a good thing to find because it helps you be more well-rounded as a person. I agree. I think it's we get into a mindset. We have to find friends that are just like us. Mm-hmm. And it's it, not that's, that's not what's best for us. People who push and pull us and you want to have test stuff us. in common, but you want to keep growing with, with the people you're around. Exactly. And that's what makes you a better person and them a better person. And even, even makes your friendship stronger because of those differences. So fun. Now, what was the most rewarding part of writing this book? Oh, definitely seeing my book like in a physical copy for the first time in my when I was unboxing my my pack of books. It was an amazing moment. Um, I just kept crying like I just kept looking at them and tearing up again. It was just so amazing. And it was it was a moment I knew was going to happen once I signed my contract and stuff. But you can't you can't really prepare yourself for that. You, You think you can, but you can't. Because when you're actually holding them, it's just a complete different set of emotions. And it was amazing. And it was definitely, it was so rewarding. And it was, it was everything I dreamed of the moment of being and so much more. (laughs) (laughs) That's so amazing. And that wasn't too long ago either, was it? No, it wasn't. It was, it was Um, about a month ago, if I, my recalling correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Too fun. Well, what was, what's your most favorite book? Anna, other than your own and your okay. mom's. <laughs> so I would have to say my favorite book that I've that I've read recently would have to be Fallen Leaves by Tessa Emily Hall. Mm-hmm. Oh, I read it, I read it for the first time last fall and it was it was amazing. It's just the perfect book to like cuddle up with a blanket and a pumpkin drink and it just it's everything a book should be. It's cozy, it's warm, and it's it's engaging and it was just, it was wonderful. And I just, I, I want to read it over and over again <laughs> every fall to just, it just puts you in the right mood and it just makes you happy. Oh, that sounds, I'll have to check that one out. I haven't read I that one yet. I recommend. <laughs> well, what is your, uh, the most impactful book in your life? Other was, than the Bible. Oh yes. I mean, definitely the Bible. But <laughs> I would say for me, 
the most impactful book would have to be the Junie B. Jones series because those were the books that helped me believe in myself as a reader because they were chapter books. They, even though they were only like 85, 90 pages, they were chapter books. And so mm -hmm. I was a big girl. I was reading chapter books and I felt smart and it really helped me motivate myself to read and feel confident in myself as not just a reader, but just my, like my, my academics and everything. And um, they were always so funny and fun and entertaining. And especially at that age, reading can be challenging. And so those books being as joyful and wonderful as they were, they really helped me take some of the, the pressure off and just, they were enjoyable and fun. And I felt smart reading them. Is that why, um, what is it, Brendan and Amir are kind of in that same age range? Yes, definitely. <laughs> I wanted I wanted a kid to read it and feel smart because it is a chapter book. That's right. It's I love the chapter books that are do just that. They build confidence in yes. readers and just it's, to be it's so important. They can be simple, sweet, and funny, but they just build that confidence to where like, ooh, I maybe I could try that bigger book. You know, it makes it they, more tangible. They help kids believe in themselves. And it's it's they such do. an amazing thing to see. So fun. Now I know you're 15, but did you always want to be an author? I did not. This was not <laughs> really the plan. I mean, um, like I said, I always enjoyed writing stories. That was something I found fun. And But I did not see this coming. Um, when I went to that writer's conference with my mom, I went mainly as a way to bond with her. And I was like, we'll spend time together and it'll be fun. But I fell in love with it, and I, it was something I really wanted to pursue, and God blessed it, and he, he blessed this journey, and it's been, it's been amazing to see what he's done with it, and I'm so thankful for all the opportunities, and I'm so glad it happened, but no, it was not the, the plan or the, even the, the idea or goal. It was just, just what it happened, and I mean, I'm so thankful, but no. <laughs> well... When you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up, if oh. not an author? Um, so for the first couple of years, I wanted to be a doctor because it was one of the very only only jobs I really knew about. And then I decided that was not my thing. And then for years, I wanted to be a teacher. And I was very set on that. Um, now I'm deciding some things and... There's a couple other paths I'd like to go down, but um, when I was little, it was definitely doctor and then teacher. Those were those were the two. <laughs> I was I was those very are, excited. <laughs> those are two very good choices, but I think God has directed you in a different way, hasn't He? <laughs> but I love the heart that you have not to just you know write for those young kids that might see books as you know, challenging and hard because all kids start reading at different levels in different ages. And so even something fun and engaging and to engage a different culture as well, just really opens the world up to young kids, which is amazing. Now, what is your, you talked about what Junie B. Jones. Is there any other children's books that are your favorite? Oh, okay. I would have to say the Allie Finkel's Rules for Girls series by Meg Cabot. 
um, definitely a family favorite for us. Um, <laughs> we listen to the audiobooks at least once a year in our car. <laughs> we go through the whole the whole series, and oh, they're just they're just wonderful. I mean, I mean, still to this day, I find them so entertaining, and I want to I want to read them. Not as like an adult listening to a, a book, it, like as a kid. I find them fun, so, and I have no shame with that, but the, the, those books would definitely have to be my favorite. Um, they're just, they're so funny and fun, and there's just so many good, like, family memories attached to them as well that I can't help but love them. <laughs> I think that's the sign of a good children's book, is it can yes. be read at any age and enjoyed. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Well, what is the one message you hope kids walk away from Brendan Amir's and the Magical Map? Um, I definitely, I hope they leave knowing that they can make a difference and they, they have the power to leave something better than they found it. And um, I think it's, it's so powerful to see. Um, and so, yes, definitely just being compassionate and learning about other things and always being open-minded to new cultures and new things around you. Because once you have that mindset of being open and learning about other things, it just, it changes you as a person. And so I hope they, they take that away and that um, different people um, are very interesting and they don't have to, you don't have to look at it um, from a negative point that they're different from you, that it's a wonderful thing and that it's an amazing thing that. Um, people have differences around you. And so leaving places better than you found them and being open-minded to other things. I love that message. And it's so sweet to hear you talk about it too. But what can we expect next from you, Anna? So I'm hoping to make Brandon Amir and the Magic Map a series um, where they go to other countries and have other adventures. Um, so I hope you guys can see that um, journey throughout unfold but um that's my plan and that's what I'm I'm hoping plays out and so we'll see but that is my long-term goal with this series and how it how it shapes out but yes that's, that's the plan if you could travel to any country where that you've not been to where mm -hmm. would you travel oh that's a tricky one I think I'm gonna have to say Germany only because we had a plan to go there in 2020. And then I bet you can imagine summer of 2020, what happened. Year 2020, we weren't going anywhere. <laughs> so um, I, feel, I feel like I, I want to go there even more now because I was almost robbed of that trip. And so I feel a special connection to it. And I'm, I'm taking German right now in high school. And so um, I feel it would be a smart choice as I'm learning the language and I definitely, I definitely think Germany would be my pick. Very neat. That is a country that gets, what is it, not enough credit. It is an amazing country with amazing mm -hmm. culture. Yes. And I a lot think of you would enjoy that trip immensely. So I hope you're able to go sometime. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anna, where can people find out more about you and your books? Okay, so you can find out more about my books at brynandamir.com and you can find me on Facebook at Anna Kathleen Cook. Very fun. Well, thank you so much for joining us, yeah. Anna. <laughs> and thank you for joining Anna and me on this adventure 
adventure and episode of the Bookworthy podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for any books and links that we discussed. Then let us know in the comments what your favorite part of winter is. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button to help discover more great books together. Happy reading.